When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN Tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. About to start the third quarter in Tampa Bay, and we're about to start hour number two here on VSEN tonight. Show presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Wes, we got some breaking news. The Atlanta Falcons have announced they've interviewed Bill Belichick for their head coaching opening. And uh, also, some news from earlier today Jim Harbaugh, Michigan football coach, interviewed with the LA Chargers. Mm-hmm. Which connection is most likely to happen in your estimation? The market would you could say, say neither. You could the, say the yeah. market would say maybe uh, Bill Belichick to Atlanta, but you know the speculation obviously uh, has emerged yesterday and then all day today, and I, I might have contributed to that. Uh, that you know, what about Bill Belichick going where his uh, his old mentor Bill Parcells once went and going to Dallas? Because I was wondering if that was the mystery team, quote unquote, that Adam Schefter was uh, was uh, referring to uh, if uh, they decide to make a move. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Bill Belichick and the Joneses actually have a very good relationship. And I saw it for, you know, firsthand just work in the combine many, many years ago. And who's sitting right next to each other? Bill Belichick and Jerry Jones and uh, Al Davis. They were all holding court there. So uh, I don't buy this, oh, he couldn't work with Jerry Jones nonsense. That doesn't mean he's going to go there or if Dallas is going to make a change. We, we don't know that uh, yet. So, Well, I think at this stage, Bill Belichick could work with Jerry Jones um, because Belichick needs he wants a job. And, and he also <laughs> wants a team that I think is a little bit with. more ready-made right. that can win 14 games, right. at least in the next two seasons, which the Dallas Cowboys can do. And also, you know, Embracing the challenge, it's like uh, my mentor, the the tuna, Bill Parcells, you know, went to Dallas, got him in the playoffs, and never could get him to the Super Bowl. Right, like this would totally clinch if it hasn't clinched it already that that he's the greatest of all time. 
if he could just get Dallas there yeah, for the he, first time since. He could get Dallas to the NFC Championship game yes. for the first time in 30 years. He could go. I mean, if he got him to just got him in the Super Bowl, let alone win it, man, he'd go in the Ring of Honor first and all, all the whole deal. just need to win a playoff game, yes. Wes. Yes. Playoff yeah, game. Yeah, for first things yeah. first, uh, I guess. But Here's the thing with Belichick, and everyone's going to answer this question, and we don't know or ask this question. We're not sure what the answer is. But he told Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones, I'll take this job, but you got to butt out of personnel matters because i got to run the personnel side of it. Yeah, that's the sticking point because, of course, we know Stephen Jones has a lot more power than he used to, certainly in the, uh, personnel, in the personnel deal. Jerry obviously still has a say, but it's not Jerry totally running the team either. It is his son, Stephen. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see if that can work. Uh, you know, sometimes they say don't do business with friends because I think that they are very friendly, Belichick and, and the Jones family. Uh, so I don't buy that, oh, maybe they, they couldn't do it together. I, I think that they absolutely could. But do both sides want to is the question. Yeah, the old saying, don't do business with friends, applies about 50% of the time, right? Mm -hmm. Because uh, sometimes it works. Sometimes it blows up in your face. Right. And and you're not friends anymore. (laughs) How about about this DraftKings prop? Bill Belichick, next team odds. Any other team is now the favorite at plus 125. No team, the second choice at plus 175. And when I say any other team or no team. Dallas. These are the seven teams that are listed. The Falcons at plus 275, and that's where Belichick interviewed today. Commanders at 9-1, to one, Chargers 12-1, to one, Titans 15, Panthers 35, Giants and Jets each 100-1. to one. Cowboys were not listed on this prop initially, and that's why the Cowboys fit in the, uh, any other team category. Yeah, I, I think so. Look, it, it just... And, and as a lot of that is being prisoner of the moment, the immediate aftermath of the game. It's like, man, they've gone as far as they came with Mike McCarthy, which I don't think that's being reactionary. I think that's the truth. I think that they have gone as far as they can, and, and they need some kind of change. And if, if you believe that your roster is ready-made and close to getting to a Super Bowl, then who better than the guy that's won six of them? Well, maybe Belichick from 10 years ago. Yeah, that, ago. that's true. Now and now. Hopefully, you know, if he takes a new job, he's going to be. Would, would he say, be engaged, you know, where this isn't, hey, my retirement job. Don't go through the motions yeah. trying to set a record. Yeah, because I think when you're coaching yeah. the Dallas Cowboys and they've had that much of a drought, or, you know, arguably the most historic franchise in the league or certainly one of the top three uh, in the NFL. Yeah, I don't think you mail it in. I don't think you mail it in if, if you're going there for that challenge. You know what you're going there to do. I would like to see Belichick go to Dallas. I, I make it very, very interesting. You think uh, the Cowboys might be the focus of some of those uh, talking head shows? Oh, oh Lord, man. Uh, They're already know. the most talked about team in the NFL, the yes, Cowboys. Uh, yes. Uh, Five uh, playoff first, wins first in the last t- First years. take will have to move to a three-hour show. A clown skip? Yeah, you know, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Jim that's, Harbaugh, that, that's what they all want. Next team odds for Jim Harbaugh at DraftKings. Not an NFL coach is a favorite at minus $3. Jeff Petz, the winner of the uh, Circuit Friday Football Invitational, the Mad Russian, 
said on uh, the show Friday night, he does not believe Harbaugh is going anywhere. Petch is a Michigan man. He doesn't want to see Harbaugh go. Yeah, we had uh, Dan Leach on the look ahead a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, the night before the uh, national title game uh, down in Houston, saying, I don't think this guy's going anywhere because it seemed like the way it was being pushed is like this is a foregone conclusion, right? You know, Jim Harbaugh is tired of the NCAA and and, and all of this stuff. He did what he promised to do uh-huh. and what his goal was, which was to put Michigan back at the top of college football look done that he's done that now but does he want to just you know does he want to stay there and I you know everybody kind of thinks like he wants to go back to the NFL but does the NFL want him and that was a very uh, interesting question I thought that Dan Leach uh, uh, proposed last week I think he'd be wanted in the NFL now here's the thing Harbaugh He's got a big ego, too. He wants to win a Super Bowl. Now he's got the college national championship. He wants to win a Super Bowl. He got the one 10 years ago and lost to his brother in that Ravens 49ers game. But Harbaugh, not an NFL coach, minus $3. Just trying to figure out what's the fit for him right, right now with these current openings. And this is a, a great job market with a lot of big names out there. I think the Chargers are the perfect fit because of Justin Herbert. I think that they're the best fit of right, those I was say perfect because best fit – Perfect would imply that the Chargers are going to pay what Harbaugh wants. Right. We're not sure that's going to be the case. Anyway, Chargers plus 155. The field is plus 650. Other choices, Falcons 13 to 1, Commanders 18, Raiders 18, uh, Bears, Titans, Panthers, Saints, Jets, Giants, long shots. Uh, interesting yeah. that the Cowboys are not listed on there, so the Cowboys fall into the field category. Yeah, yeah, and and that the Raiders, uh, which would have been probably a lot shorter price several weeks ago, uh-huh. now out to eighteen and one because it, it's looking like the momentum is there for Antonio Pierce to stay. Yeah, I, I think the momentum's been there for a while. He finishes up with a win. He goes five and four straight up as interim coach and. Hey, look, Mark Davis, the owner, has got to go through the protocols, and you have to interview other candidates, minority candidates, right? You have to, um, you have to follow the league's rules. I think Pierce is the leader in the clubhouse. Harbaugh's got a shot to get the Raiders' job, uh, but I, I would think Pierce is the leader. Now, Pierce has also interviewed with the Titans and the Falcons, right? Mm-hmm. I think has he completed both those interviews? I, I believe so. He has um, interviewing with those teams, but. Or protocols you got to follow in the NFL. I'll tell you which team blew it. Maybe I'll get Mike North on the show, Chicago radio personality. Why didn't the Bears make a bold move for a guy like Jim Harbaugh? Why would you keep Matt Eberflus? Yeah, I, 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 I know that the defense got better the second half of the season. Uh, once he was calling him, it's like, okay, then, then we knew all that already, that he was a pretty solid defensive coordinator. We already knew that. We questioned about his head coaching abilities. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, you Leadership can't, abilities. You can't be head coach and defensive coordinator at the same time. you got to pick one or the other, and I think Eberflus maybe fits a little bit better in the defensive coordinator role. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought Chicago, look, this is the time to get bold, and this is your opportunity. What are you going to do with that number one pick? Are you going to keep Justin Fields? Are you going to trade him and find somebody that's interested in Justin Fields' services? And, and I thought Fields got better in the second half of the season, the last several games and played pretty darn well, put us the green Bay game and the finale aside, but is he good enough to lead your team? And I think that that that's a, that's a very uh, tough call there in Chicago that Ryan Bowles has. 
Well, here's the thing. Big personalities and egos are what makes these things sometimes not happen, Wes. Ryan Poles does not want to give power to Jim Harbaugh. He no, no, he does power. not. He does not. That's why Eberflus is more of a puppet, Yeah. right? Yeah. A lot of times these GMs and owners, they want puppets. They don't want strong-minded head coaches. And Harbaugh, yeah. if you bring him in, he's going to want a lot of power. Real power is something you take. J.R. Ewing? I, I, that's uh, Jock Ewing from Dallas. Jock I, I love that line. That was one of the great scenes. Jim Davis and uh, Patrick Duffy, who played the younger brother, Bobby Ewing, uh, there in Dallas. Do we ever find out? Now, I know that Michael Lombardi here at VSIN is into those Kennedy, uh, Kennedy assassination conspiracy theories and all that. Do we ever find out who shot J.R.? Uh, it was... Uh, uh, yeah, they know it was uh, the character was named Kristen. I forget the last name. The actress was Mary Crosby. Of course, everybody thought it was, you know, his wife, Sue Ellen, or that it was Pamela Ewing or somebody else. But uh, that's what it ended up being. I remember that. But that was a cliffhanger, man. Uh, th this is the night, of course, uh, the Emmys are currently going on right now. That was when people actually watch network television, right. other other than sporting events, where they, I think, like forty or however many million people watched uh, Who Shot Jr. and talked about it all summer when it was going to be revealed. Uh, what do they call the water cooler show? Is what they used to call it. Now, uh, now it's all about the streaming services. Kristen Shepard was her name. Why? Why did sister-in-law? Why did she shoot Jr.? Do we ever find that out? Uh, that I would I would have to go into the memory bank and uh, it would take me that. longer than twenty seconds that was a to huge remember question that. Back in the day, Wes, it was. You don't know the answer. It was, but uh, but I was uh, I was very very young uh, when I was watching that she show with my by late money? mother. Was it money? A fit of anger. We'll go with that. All right, the Eagles got the ball back down seven third quarter. Update on that game when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN Tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. 24-9 PAT pending. This game has turned around, Wes. 
Well, not turned around. It's turned completely in the Buccaneers' favor here in the last couple minutes. Yeah, a Mayfield 56-yard pass to Palmer. Extra point is good. This is a no-doubter either. This is not a fluky score. 25-9 to Tampa Bay over Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Eagles have 182 yards of total offense, and it is 327 for Tampa Bay. And uh, now we look at DraftKings. Uh, Bucks minus 12 and a half, minus $1.20, 46 and a half on the total. So now now the total does become a sweat again with those nine quick points. Of course, the uh, first points happened during the break. It was the, uh, they were doing the, the men without hats, the safety dance as uh, they get a safety with the intentional grounding in the end zone. And now uh, uh, Philadelphia Eagles in a big pile of trouble right now. I'll tell you, the Philadelphia sports radio critics are not going to be kind to Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni. And, and Hurts took that snap at the, about the 10-yard line. He scramb- backpedals, scrambles back into the end zone and gets tackled for the safety. What was he thinking? And speaking that of is this a horrendous well, play by the quarterback. Well, speak, speaking of tackling, the Eagles don't do much of it. They're, they're a terrible tackling team for all the talent that they have on that defense. Remember how it was talked about over the summer, man. Oh, Howie Roseman, man. He is building a monster. Genius. He is building a monster with this defense. They, they, they need to do some tackling drills. I know, I know you don't hardly hit anymore in NFL practice just based on the uh, collective bargaining agreement. And that's one of the reasons, I think, for the decline in offensive line play pretty much around the league, uh, one of the multitude of reasons. But, yeah, you, you, you can't tackle. Like, they're not even doing basic things. This team this team has been playing horrible, and it's getting shown again tonight. They, you could argue, because I think they were having a discussion on uh, on Follow the Money at some point last week. I, I saw a clip of that where it's like, could you argue that the Eagles are the worst team in the league right now? They're the worst defense. Mm. I mean, they're, uh, Carolina's defense is better now. Their offense is putrid. So I can't say that Philadelphia has been the worst team in the league because Carolina's down there. And uh, the Chargers with Easton Stick certainly uh, uh, were a candidate of that for yeah. that, too. Panthers, Chargers. Uh, you know, but they're in the bottom. They're that, in the bottom five. At the end of the year, the the Jets and the Patriots were pretty bad too. Mm-hmm. Those teams not going to be favored against the Eagles. Yeah, but, they, but the, I think the Eagles probably you'd say twenty fifth or twenty sixth. Definitely in the bottom ten. Yes, but they were favored on the road tonight, laying three at most spots at Tampa Bay, and that's uh, if you made that bet, it's going to backfire. Twenty five nine Buccaneers lead. We're at the end of the third quarter. It's got to feel good for Baker Mayfield, the guy who's been bounced around. He's unwanted here, unwanted there. 259 yards passing, two touchdowns tonight, and uh, he is outplaying Jalen Hurts. He got that mega contract before the season. Well, it's starting to feel like, not starting to, but we've seen this happen many times. Guy gets paid, and then you want to fade him. Right. Guy gets the big contract, and you want you want to bet against him. And I, I think... Uh, Jalen Hurts got all the money before the season. He's lucky he had the 2022 season when he did. Mm -hmm. He played like this a year ago. Eagles probably still be, they'd be looking for a franchise quarterback. Yeah. This off. And and Baker Mayfield, uh, what, fourth team in a little less than two years? Uh, Of course, with the Browns, the Panthers, uh, that short stint he had with the Rams. Ironically. Right now, Baker Mayfield will be the Browns' best quarterback. Yeah, a- absolutely. Uh, you know, not great with the accuracy, only 16 to 30 tonight, but 259, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Also keep in mind, he put a ball on the money 
He's had a couple to drops Mike tonight. Evans that would have been about a 50-yard gain and maybe a touchdown, and Mike Evans dropped it. Yeah. The the Eagles, uh, I believe now, uh, I am seeing uh, from uh, Pro Football Focus, eight official missed tackles tonight. Right. That number's low. That number's low. That, that's, at least, that's at least 12 or 13 that they have missed tonight. This has been an awful tackling performance from the Eagles, and we've really seen it the last several weeks coming in against some bad teams too weren't like they were losing just all the good teams yeah they had a little bit of a tough stretch of a schedule but they were losing to the giants and they were losing badly to the giants with their starters in there a giants team that was absolutely you know doa playing for pride playing for bonuses and uh eagles tonight uh not able to be balanced offensively uh 28 to 12 and that's going to even get more pronounced uh where this is going to be a lot more passing tonight so that eagle running game that needed to get going tonight never did and it's not going to get a chance to at this point Jalen hurts with a nice completion there to Devontae smith but down 16 points with uh one quarter to play. That's going to bring us to the end of uh, the third. What did you say the live number is at DraftKings? Live number now at DraftKings as we uh, complete uh, three quarters. Eagles plus 10 and a half, minus 125. Now that they got that first down in Tampa territory, 47 and a half on the uh, total. All right. So you're talking about tackling issues. And I was out here at Circa watching the game Saturday and, uh, the Dolphins, now I know it was bone-chilling cold, but a lot of those guys on the Dolphins' defense, including Jalen Ramsey, you can tell they didn't want to be out there trying to make tackles. Mm-hmm. Today, watching the Steelers, I was really disappointed in a lot of guys, including Minka Fitzpatrick on that Pittsburgh defense, yeah. who were whiffing on tackles and not putting much effort out there. Yeah, I don't they, know if you saw that today, but I there, did. There, were, typically there were guys in that Pittsburgh secondary, including Fitzpatrick, we weren't even making an effort to make tackles. And uh, you got to wonder what that means, you know, as a reflection of Mike Tomlin's leadership, or is that just the way some of these guys play gutless uh, when it's that cold? I, I saw that a lot on that Dolphins defense mm-hmm, on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. There were guys who had no interest in making tackles. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, they did not. And, and, and uh, you see in the missed tackles today from a, from a Pittsburgh team that that's usually one of their strengths. They're a pretty good tackling team. They're pretty good fundamentally uh, on defense, and just to see just to see that happen, yeah, that was a not disappointing if if you were on the other side, certainly. But yeah, we're we're seeing that uh, with a lot of these cold weather games. But now, you know, the Eagles don't have that excuse. Don't have cold weather tonight. No. This looks like a team that's kind of rolling no, they over. Don't. It looks like a defense that's rolling over. Yeah, and this this feels like maybe they got you know. That that forty nine er game, I think, just changed the whole complexion of the season. Like, because when you get smacked around and punk like that, usually tough teams are able to recover. They didn't recover. They never got up off the canvas uh, the rest of the season, and it's showing again tonight. So, when the forty ers this weekend are ten point favorites over the Packers. You said your inclination here is to play the Packers maybe in the first in half. In the first half, and then I think it the, could get away from them. Okay, with a nearly three-week layoff, you know, say the 49ers might come up a little rusty, come out a little rusty in the first half. That game is Saturday night in San Francisco. I kind of agree with that. I, I, a lot of times I think these layoffs that get to be two to three weeks or the, in the NFL are, can really be a negative thing for uh, these teams. And the Packers, 
going to be rolling in there with a lot of confidence. Like you said, they just went to Dallas and destroyed the Cowboys. That wasn't even a game. And here's what I think that the Packers can do that they hadn't been able to do all season because of injuries. Uh, They're running the ball effect. Aaron Jones, yes, he finally – that was as healthy as he looked against Chicago Mm -hmm. in the finale. And I'm like, oh, boy, this gives them a different dynamic on the offense because – Jordan Love has been doing very well with this rotating cast of characters and receivers being in and out. It's a different receiver steps up every week. It was Romeo Dobbs uh, uh, yesterday with 151 uh, yards and a touchdown. But yeah, they're running the ball. And that's where you maybe can get San Francisco because their defense rate's high, one of the top four in DVOA. But their strength is their pass defense. You can run on these guys a little bit. They're about middle of the pack in the NFL. So... I think Green Bay getting that running game going. And uh, look, it would have been more if, you know, if, if they didn't have such a lead. But what impressed me about Green Bay with the running game, too, when Dallas didn't get that touchdown in the third quarter and they had to kick a field goal, you got to get points. It was 27 to 10. But it's like, you know, Green Bay's running ball. OK, three, three and out. Get the ball back. Oh. They were giving up eight yards, yep. nine yards. Uh, the big play was to Dobbs, of course, uh, uh, the big gainer. But eight yards, nine yards, seven yards to Aaron Jones. Couldn't get him off the field. And then Dallas was officially done because that made it 34-10. Oh, yeah. They're getting big chunks on the ground. And they that's when you could tell the Dallas defense was not going to be stopping Green Bay and getting back into the game. One problem if you're going to bet the Packers this week is Jordan Love going to play like that again? Probably not. He can't, he can't have enough. So that's why that Aaron, that running game with Aaron Jones has to be huge on Saturday night. Eagles are driving. We'll see if they can make this interesting. Quick break. Back here in a couple minutes on v tonight. VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right. Uh, we talked about coaches and game management, Wes. I don't understand this one. Fourth and 10, it's 25 to 9. And Nick Sirianni sends out the kicker to make a two score game a two score game. Yes. And uh, may, may get to uh, rectify uh, that uh, moronic decision by going for it here on fourth and five because. Tampa Bay jumps off sides. So look, I always laugh at these ESPN analytics. Uh, go. It's like a lot. Some circumstances are different. Like what if this was, uh, you know, a, a bad weather or something like that? So I always think it's funny that it's simplified that much. Like right. go. But this is a pretty simple decision. You do have to go here. Fourth and 10. He sent out the kicker. Tampa Bay jumped off sides on the main field goal. And now the Eagles are going to go for it on fourth and five. Hurts backpedals. A pass did not look promising. No, knocked away in the end zone. So uh, Savvy move by Todd Bowles to have his guys jump off sides and trick the Eagles into going for it, unfortunately. (laughs) Todd Bowles, he's he's playing chess while Nick Sirianni's playing checkers, right? Uh, And now uh, 11.57 left to go, 25 to 9, Bucks minus 14.5, 41.5, the current total. So, you know, here's the deal. You have fourth and five. Take what the defense is going to give you. And they're going to give you the middle of the field, a quick throw over the middle for a first down to the tight end and get the first down. Why are you throwing back to the corner of the end zone on fourth and five? You, yeah, look, you got plenty of time. It's a low too. percentage pass. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't get that decision making because you do, even though you're down 16 and obviously the sense of urgency is very high, but you still have three timeouts and 12 minutes left to go. I know. 
get a first down. You got time. And then if you get the two, uh, you know, if it takes you three or four plays to do it okay, you get the two and it's only an eight-point game with like 10 minutes ago. And now it feels like it's all but over. Let's talk about first-time playoff starters. And two of them have fared very, very well over the weekend. C.J. Stroud of the Texans and Jordan Love of the Packers. And Wes, I know uh, one thing that you're going to be a little bit uh, leery of is a rookie or a first-time starter in a playoff game on the road. Jordan Love, no problem. 272 passing yards. I don't know if those stats right. It's like those guys have identical stats in the game. Is it? They were? 16 for 21, 272 yards, three touchdowns for Love, and a 172-point rating. So he's on the road in Dallas against pretty good defense. And the Packers, like we just talked about, had the running game going. Everything was working offensively. Jordan Love gets his first playoff win. A day after C.J. Stroud and the Texans just shred the Cleveland Browns. What did we talk about on this show last week? You brought it up first. The Cleveland defensive numbers on the road – Paled in comparison yeah. to what they did at home. It was a different defense on the road. Yeah, and look, uh, that's why I like the over. I, that was my best bet, actually, uh, of the weekend. I, I felt the most confident about because the Cleveland Browns had been given up like almost 30 points a game on the road. Even if you take that and that drops a little bit because you got to say, okay, yeah, they played the backups in Cincinnati. So even if you take that out, it was still right at about 30 points. And you saw Cleveland uh, late in the season, or actually uh, in the middle of the season, they went on the road, and this was against like average offenses to below average offenses. Indianapolis went right up and down the field uh, on them. Uh, 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 Denver, who, who was pitiful offensively for most of the year, Denver absolutely dominated this team uh, when Cleveland went on the road. So yeah, this defense was bad. And, and look, uh, you got to give Houston credit because I think some people thought, yeah, this team didn't look that impressive against Indianapolis. Like that Indianapolis lost the game because of that play call. Maybe they did, but Houston, you knew, I think, uh, uh, fairly quickly, uh, even though the Browns had a lead in the second quarter, uh, when they hit that big, uh, 76 yarder to Brevin Jordan, they were hitting these big plays, and you knew, I think, that Houston uh, uh, was the better side here. Joe Flacco, as well as he had played, had had the turnover bug. It had what? How many starts did he make? Like four? And I think he had eight interceptions. I thought it was more. It more might have starts. been five. It might have been five. Well, uh, he threw two picks against the Texans, and he was sacked four times. Yeah, two pick sixes in yeah. the third quarter uh, really <laughs> wow. put that game away. But, yeah, uh, Houston, uh, credit to those that, that were on them. They were the absolute right side. And what do we always get, Matt? We always get, oh, they're the team that nobody wants to play. You don't want to see them in your bracket or whatever. That, that cliche is going to come here in a couple months uh, when we get to March Madness. And that's what they were saying about Cleveland. And then they, and they got housed pretty easily in the second half, 45 to 14. So this Houston team, look, this is for real. Uh, C.J. Stroud is just wise beyond his years and, you know, has, has played so well, has looked fairly unflappable. Yeah, he makes a few mistakes every rookie quarterback's going to, but was unflappable on Saturday, 16-21 for 274, three touchdowns, uh, took what the defense gave him, and the Browns gave him a lot down the field. You know, it was 24-14 midway through the third quarter, and when Flacco threw that pick six, it was returned 82 yards for a touchdown. That was ball game. 
Browns were in it until then. That made it 31 to 14. They were done. Blacko finished 34 for 46, 307, but the two big picks, pick sixes in the third quarter, and uh, C.J. Stroud was outstanding, and he didn't look like a rookie, right? Stroud really played well. You remember in the college football playoff a year ago, he played well enough to beat Georgia, and Ryan Day coached the Buckeyes when, to a loss. Yeah, when he got really conservative, yeah. it's like, oh, we got to set up for the field goal. It ended up being a long-ass field goal. I know it was indoors, but this is a college kicker. It's like, dude, you don't have Justin Tucker or Morton Anderson or somebody like that. This is a college kicker. And, yeah, C.J. Stroud, he was dynamite against Georgia, and that's what convinced me on him last year. I was like, man, I think this is the most ready of the guys. Like, nobody's ever really ready as a rookie quarterback in the NFL, but this is the guy that's the most ready. And I liked his size. I liked the fact that he could run the ball. He never really had to run the ball and scramble a little bit at Ohio State, and he doesn't do it a ton now. But you don't have to do that in college when you're playing against, like, Indiana and Maryland defenses, but a little little bit different at at a different level and uh, was able to do it against Georgia in that playoff game and can do it, I think, even in the National Football League. Other first-time playoff starters didn't fare so well. Tua. Mason Rudolph. Rudolph was a was a little they were bit both up on against the road. it. Yeah, That's Rudolph was a advantage. little up against yeah, it. CJ Stroud had a big advantage by being at home in this game against the Browns. He was one of the first time starters who was at home. Jordan Love did it on the road, but the Packers as a team, that was just total domination. That wasn't just Jordan Love going in there and crushing the Cowboys. Packers were better in every aspect in that game. So the Eagles coming up short there on that fourth down. That's going to end this game, Wes. They're not making a comeback here. Buccaneers are moving the ball. There's a reception to Mike Evans. They're out past midfield. The Eagles are dig the hole, make it six feet deep. They're dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 8.54 left to go. Tampa Bay now driving into Philadelphia territory. Uh, Bucks minus 16 and a half, minus 105. 41 and a half, juice the under at minus 140. How much do you think it has the Eagles' offensive uh, woes have to do with Jalen Hurts and the injuries he's had because there's been multiple injuries uh, this season, or is it just one of those deals where I'm going to say it's kind of like a sophomore slump. Like last year, he had his breakout year, and we had some regression. Mm-hmm. Probably wasn't as great as he looked last year, and he regressed. I think, it's a, l- I think it's a little it bit might also above. have something to do with what you mentioned earlier, earlier in the show. Shane Steichen, his offensive coordinator, is off to Indianapolis. Yeah, I, I think it's all of the above, yeah. uh, really. D, all of the above. And and it's that Jalen Hurts has been injured. It's, I think, the fact that, you know, you've had other injuries in terms of the offense. And, and, and I think that the play calling, I think that the coaching has been bad. And it's really been a decline going from Steichen and Gannon to uh, uh, now Johnson and uh, Sean Desai slash Matt Patricia. And just n- nothing doing and this is a team look I, you know I, I it sounded like I was making fun of Howie Roseman earlier but he's a very good general manager he's one of uh, the best in the league he is but he also he's, made a huge mistake in the draft three years ago when he bypassed Justin Jefferson and took Jalen Ray sure sure like not everybody's gonna bat a thousand and, and but he's got he's accumulated a lot of talent on that team and it was like okay this is the team. This is going to be, you know, the redeem team here in Philadelphia. They lost the Super Bowl. We're going to be back. And then it looked like they started a house of fire 
because they were getting lucky in all these close games. And then everybody power rates them. Oh, Eagles, number one power rated team. Like, no, you don't power rate teams based on records. You actually watch these teams and, 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 you know, uh, you've seen, you've seen it fall apart. I, I think late in the season and, uh, you could uh, anticipate it, uh, really going into the playoffs. It was like, man, I, I know I, I'm not going to maybe take Tampa Bay plus three ended up being on a season, but I don't want to lay the Eagles on the road. And, uh, hopefully, uh, not very many of you out there did tonight. Love home dogs. And the Bucks are a live one tonight. We'll come back hour number three. We're going to talk a lot more basketball betting as we uh, wrap up the show here tonight. Be send tonight, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 